This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 4065, for Friday, the 1st of March, 2024. Today's show is entitled, Framework 1313th Gen Intel Review. It is hosted by Noodles and is about 19 minutes long. It carries a clean flag. The summary is I give a review of the Framework 13 Laptop 13th Gen Intel. The review is very positive. Welcome HPR listeners. I'm Nate, or Noodles, as my host is, and I was just listening to HPR 4045 uh, by Swift110 about his MacBook Pro 15-inch 2015, and he had mentioned that he wanted to try out the Framework laptop, specifically the 13-inch, and I decided, you know what? Let me give my review on it so that way he can go in there expecting what what he should expect from this. I got the 13-inch um, framework uh, with the i5-1340p uh, with uh, a 250 gig um, SSD, uh, the NVMe one, and then 16 gigs of DDR4-3200 megahertz uh, memory. Uh, I did get the power adapter with it, along with five expansion cards. This is the HDMI, the USB-C, USB-A, Ethernet, and micro SD. Altogether, this costs about $1,092 as I'm looking through my, my, uh, oh geez, invoice here. And I have to say, I'm very happy with it. Right now I'm running NixOS, but when I first got uh, when I first got it, I started by running Arch on it, and I'm very happy with the hardware support. There's not a single bit of hardware on that computer that is unsupported. the The fingerprint sensor is pretty difficult to get running, but that's true on pretty much any Linux distro. As for performance, I don't have any specific benchmarks to to give any sort of objective number to this but i have to say from my personal experience it is excellent i i tended to beforehand using my uh my i had a thinkpad t450 beforehand before that i used to do all of my compilation and programming since i normally just make terminal applications on my desktop computer through a remote connection over SSH. And now with my framework, I don't have to do any of that. I can do all of my programming locally on the laptop. I'm very happy with that performance. As for gaming, I wouldn't say that I am super happy with it. It is no gaming computer, but if you're running very simple games like Stardew Valley or perhaps even Factorio, as long as your your world isn't super crazy. And Geometry Dash, love that game for some reason. It has pretty good performance. That being said, its gaming performance is not that of a Steam Deck. So if you're looking for a gaming machine, you might be better off with the Steam Deck along with the small dock with it. That might be a better experience if you're going to be... Pr- primarily gaming on the go. As for build quality, I have to say it is 
pretty much on par, if not better, than my ThinkPad. Everything stays nice and together. I have no problems with any sort of rickety or, or squeaky parts or anything like that. The only thing that I would say is that because the bezel is magnetic, it's very easy to fiddle with. I fiddle with it, I pull it off and put it back on all the time, and I broke it in that process. Had to buy a new bezel. That is user error at the end of the day, but because it's so easily removable, it's, a very, it's very easy to fidget with it. As for the keyboard, it's very good. I'm very happy with the keyboard. Uh, it, it reminds me a lot of my ThinkPad, but the ThinkPad has a lot more travel, which I like in a keyboard. I like a very long travel in my keys. The trackpad is nothing to write home about. I'm in, on my ThinkPad, I used the, the track point a whole lot more than I used the trackpad. And I wasn't very happy about giving up my track point for the trackpad, but after a while, I got pretty used to it. Uh, it's clicky. It has it has pretty much the same exact click type as the MacBook. Uh, you kind of have to use the bottom corners to click, or you can use multi-touch gestures to do the click. For example, two finger tap will give you the left click. A single finger tap will give you, or the double finger cat uh, uh, tap will give you the right click. Excuse me and uh, the single finger tap will give you the left click, and the three finger tap will give you the middle button. As for scrolling, it's a pretty nice experience, but I think those experiences really depend on your Linux distro that you're gonna be using, or Windows, if, if that's what you're into. As for the ex expansion cards, I love it. I actually use these expansion cards all the time on my Steam Deck. They are completely interchangeable for that because at the end of the day, it is just USB-C. I'm very happy with them. I, I specifically exchange the Ethernet and the HDMI expansion cards all the time. Uh, usually if I'm at home, I end up using the Ethernet, but not so much the HDMI. This is a really weird experience. I don't imagine many people will share this experience, but when I'm not at home, I swapped that out for the HDMI because chances are if I'm not at home, I'm not going to be using the Ethernet. I'm not plugging into any sort of Ethernet. More often, I actually end up having to plug into the HDMI for things like projectors and things like that. I actually want to get even more expansion cards uh, as time goes on. I, I do regret a little bit only sticking with the 250 gigs of storage, especially since NixOS loves to eat up your storage. Uh, I think right now it has like 25 gigs uh, reserved through all the Nix stores. So I kind of wish I had gotten more storage and they make storage expansions. And I, w I think it would be really useful to move my Steam games over to the expansion uh, so that way I can use it with both my Steam Deck and the framework and my desktop that I'm using right now to record on. Speaking of which, how does it how does it compare to my desktop? My desktop has insane specs. Uh, let me pull those up right now. NeoFetch. Okay, so it has a... Whoops, that's the framework. Uh, NeoFetch. 
So it has a AMD Ryzen 7 5700X running at 3.4 gigs uh, and has an RX 770 XT um, graphics card. So definitely a gaming powerhouse. I have to say the, the CPU performance, although not exactly one-to-one, -one, it's, it's no slouch. I can do pretty much anything that I can do on my desktop on the framework, and I'm very happy with it. Uh, yes, I do take a performance hit, and yes, I can feel the performance hit, but it's negligible enough to where I don't find myself missing the desktop except for very long compilation processes. For example, compiling the GameCube emulator Dolphin, I find that it takes about mm, 5 to 10 minutes on my desktop, but it could take 15 minutes or so on the framework. And that's while I'm doing other stuff too, it's not the only thing that's running on it. As for the RAM amount, I'm pretty happy with 16 gigs. I find that at idle with my current desktop uh, setup, at idle with everything that I would normally have open. So I run Sway with eh, pretty much just Sway and all its built-ins. I don't go fancy with any docs or anything like that. With LibreWolf running as my browser with about three or four tabs open, and a few terminal windows open. Those are open in foot, the, term, the terminal emulator. Uh, it's taking up about 2.5 gigs of memory. And I find that I usually don't use too much more than that unless I'm running games or some sort of compilation. I've never actually hit the 16 gig limit, so I'm pretty happy with the 16 gigs. My desktop, on the other hand, I hit its 32 gig limit all the time because I'll tend to run games while doing compilations and stuff like that. Factorio is a memory hog. So, uh, yeah, I do tend to run into its 32 gig limit sometimes. I wouldn't say all the time. So, I guess my overall impression... Oh, I forgot to talk about the screen. The screen that I got, it is uh, frosted. It It is not glossy. Excuse me. It is not glossy. It is the anti-glare coating. I am very happy with it. On my T450, I found that the, the anti-glare definitely took away from the brightness and the clarity of the screen. The framework has, uh, I'd call it a 1440p-ish screen. It actually has, I think, a 4 by 3 aspect ratio, kind of like the old CRTs. And its clarity is amazing. 1440p is that sweet spot for a laptop screen. I think at 4K, you're, not, you're finding very, very much you're running into diminishing ret returns. But... Um, 1440p is that exact amount of clarity that you want, uh, better than 1080p, but not so much that the graphics card is going to be struggling to to push it. It does run at 60 hertz, but that's okay. I don't mind that. Uh, I don't really notice it. Uh, my monitor for my desktop runs at, uh, gosh, I think it's 180 hertz, and uh, when you're using it on a laptop, when you're not doing any gaming, yes, you do feel it when you're moving around Windows or you're moving your cursor around, but through everyday use, you're not really noticing it. So 
overall, I'm I'm pretty happy with the screen. It gets plenty bright. I don't think I've had to have it over about 50 unless 50% unless I was outdoors. And even then, usually when I'm indoors, I have it at about 10 to 15% brightness. Uh, I have pretty good eyes, so I don't have to worry about that too much. So, yeah. Let me see what else I can think of to talk about. Oh, noise. It is quiet during normal use, but it can get pretty loud when, when you have it running some sort of compilation or have it running some sort of arduous task. It does get a little bit loud. It gets a little bit, uh, well, it gets a little bit loud. It's loud enough to where you would get noticed in a library type of situation, but it isn't so loud that it's annoying. It's just a nice little whoosh. So it's no, no whine or anything like that. It comes with a headphone jack. Excuse me, my desktop locked on me. Um, it comes with a headphone jack. The headphone jack works pretty well. It can get a little noisy at times, especially if you're running like a compilation and a few other uh, like difficult tasks, especially if they're if it has to do with video. If if it also has a lot of video and CPU uh, usage, the headphone jack can get a little noisy. But other than that, very happy with it. And it actually ships with one, which is pretty nice. You can't say that about a lot of laptops nowadays. Hmm. Let's think of some other things that I can talk about. Oh, it's very, very nice and thin. Uh, I have no problems with the weight or anything like that. But then again, you have to remember that I'm coming from a T450 ThinkPad and those weren't exactly light. Uh, they were definitely on the older side, so, uh, you know, take that with a bit of a grain of salt, you know, I, I, but I did use a MacBook from work for a while, and I would say that it and the MacBook are pretty, pretty similar in weight, so if you have a MacBook right now, you're not gonna be, you're not gonna be too unhappy with the weight of the, of the machine. In terms of... In terms of ruggedness, let's talk about ruggedness because I don't think this is talked about a lot for for various laptops. I carry my laptop with me everywhere every day, but I do baby it. That being said, I have dropped it. It's gotten scratched up a bit and it's it, it definitely takes about as much as you would expect a ThinkPad to take. I'm not very... I'm not... I don't think I even notice a dent for any from any of the drops. I can notice a few scratches on some of the corners. Um, other than that, it's it's in pretty good shape. I would I would imagine if you're really worried about it, I'm pretty sure Dbrand has some 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 cases that you and uh, I think they call them skins that you can put over the the framework if you're really worried about scratching the metal underneath. That being said, because it's a framework, you can just replace it. If it gets too scratched for you, you could just buy a replacement and replace it. And let's talk about it, that. One of, the big, one of the big things about the framework is its repairability and how easy it is to get into and replace parts. 
I've had to replace the bezel, but the bezel is probably the easiest part to replace. You don't even need to open up the laptop to replace that part. Um, I just pushed the screen back to where it was flat on the surface. So the bottom part where the actual motherboard is and the screen and the screen are sitting flat on the surface. You just peel up the buzz, the, the bezel and you put the new one on. That's it. That being said, I've been in and out of the framework a few times, uh, not for any repairs or anything like that, just because I can't leave my damn machines alone and I have this, this, this need to open them up every once in a while. No idea why. And it's, it's a blast, actually. I'd almost call it fun. It's not difficult. I didn't have any problems opening up or anything like that. So uh, overall, very happy with its repairability. Let's see what else I can talk about. Battery life. I think battery life on the 13-inch laptop is probably where it tends to fall short. I get about three hours of battery life with minor usage, and I could find that it could be one and a half to two hours of intense usage. Uh, this intense usage is usually programming with a lot of compilations, long-running compilations. Um... Otherwise, I find that the battery life is pretty reasonable. I don't think that it's bad or anything like that. So uh, I think that you should temper your expectations. You're not going to be getting any sort of crazy long battery life out of it. You're going to get, mm, I'd call normal battery life. That being said, normal battery life for modern laptops is a whole lot more than what it was at the time that I was using my T450. Two to three hours is about what you could you could expect from a laptop like that. So maybe it's not that great from a modern laptop uh, uh, perspective. I did a, have a large gap in between there. So, so take that as you may. Otherwise, I think that's pretty much it for my experience with the framework. It's very open very usable firmware updates come from FWAPD so if you're using Linux firmware updates are very easy to install but keep in mind when you do a firmware update on the framework it removes all of your UEFI variables which means that you'll have to set up your bootloader again I don't know how often this happens the framework 13 inch uh, specifically this Intel one has only had one update I think with from of the UEFI um, uh, bootloader so uh, take that as you may otherwise yeah I think that's it please remember HPR is made by listeners like you so if you ever are listening to someone and think hey I might have a response to that go ahead it doesn't take much even just your laptop microphone would do just fine our expectations are not high here. <laughs> Anything we can get, we'll take. So, yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening. Oh, actually, no, that is not it. Sorry, I didn't mean to didn't mean to swindle you there. The microphone and the webcam. I have never used them on the framework, so I cannot actually tell you how good they are. I've never had to use them. As far as I know, they seem to be fine. Uh, this is just going off of what other people's reviews are. They're fine. Don't expect greatness from them. Okay, I think that's it.
from what I have to talk, talk about the framework. Thank you for listening, and please contribute. HPR always needs contributors. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HPR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, you click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.